Okay, this week we are jumping into Martin McDonough's brand new film, A Tale of a Friendship Ending and um, Conflict Escalating uh, Out of Control, with also the questions of what matters in life, being remembered or being kind, what is your legacy? This film stars uh, Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Carrie Condon, Barry Keoghan, and is a a very touching film. Hunter. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm laughs> when you said it was a touching film, it makes me think, because I'm not sure if touching is the word that I would use. All that to say, that's not what we're here for. So I, I want to pose a question to you. Is that okay if I do that? I mean, this just this once. But is the Banshees of Inishirin good? Let's find out if the Banshees of Ed Sheeran are good. <laughs> 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 but is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Hi. You guys can't um, hear this, but in between recording the intro and now, Zach was berating me about how uh, what I said was incorrect. That, that's not what I said. Hold on, hold he on. He said, you stupid, <laughs> idiotic <laughs> moron. You stupid. How could you possibly <laughs> say? <laughs> not is not what I said. This I'm is just not, kidding. He didn't say that. This is inaccurate information. He said, "You frickin'." <laughs> it's feck. There's no R. Feck. Oh, that was freck. Yeah, no, you just say feck. Feck. You feckin' moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Welcome to episode 100. Look at us. Right? Is it 100? Yeah. It 100 you're you're, you're right. You're right. Episode 100 of the But Is a Good podcast. I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, Zach Olson. And um, this week we are doing uh, The Banshees of Inishirin. Um, real quick, uh, we apologize for um, this being a day late. Um, my wife's grandfather passed away this past week. So we were um, in Alabama for the service. Um, it's been a wild week, man. Mm-hmm. Hollis got COVID. I probably had COVID. You had. know, I was thinking, I'm, I'm like on the mend. Last weekend, we were out with like a group, right? That whole week after that, I had a sore throat. Then you so text me and say, hey, by the way, Hollis has COVID. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was supposed to see you that day and I called yeah. you and I was like, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was a call. It wasn't a text. I test myself immediately, negative, but it makes me wonder, you know, like Led Zeppelin. And it makes me wonder. Um, yeah, actually. Did you have a sore somebody, throat all week? <laughs> there, I was sick all week, dude. There was um, somebody, I'm not going to name names. It wasn't me or you or Hannah. Um, somebody did come to that, and this wasn't really their fault because they came to this event and started feeling bad there and they weren't like they didn't come knowing that they were sick. Um, but since that event, 
a good handful of people who were there have all gotten sick. Um, Does her name start with a C and rhyme with Risty? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it starts with a K, but yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and that, and that wasn't even really like her her fault. She came mm-hmm. in town and she was fine. Um, but it all has, has sort of stemmed from there because there's some people who, um, you know, Hollis got it and then I started feeling bad like Monday. And right. I took two tests, but one of those tests was bad. Like it didn't even work. And then one test was expired. And so I was like, this doesn't tell me anything. Uh, but what's telling is that Hannah is getting sick again tonight as of, as, as of today. Like that's her, that's what she's doing tonight. You're recording a podcast and she's (laughs) over there getting sick. Yes. She's in bed. Um, but it's funny because I, I likely had COVID this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't get it again because I've got the antibodies. But Hannah was sick like two, three weeks ago, right? And tested negative like three times, and it wasn't COVID. So this and could so be she could be getting it now. It's also flu season. Yeah, dude. And I, 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 I tested negative for the flu. It's just been a mess, man. It's been a hot mess. And like we got back at like ten o'clock last night, and then I had to get up because Hollis was was with, with was with my parents, so I had to get up and get him at like six forty-five in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's been, you know, it's been a week. So thanks for bearing with us. We haven't missed a single week, except one hundred and one hundred <laughs> weeks, except for the one hundredth one. We were a day late, and we almost recorded last night. But dude, I got home and I was just flat exhausted. It was like eleven p.m. We would have been yeah. rushing to to record. It probably would have impacted the conversation. Uh, yeah. We definitely would have been editing like Mad Men, and it probably yeah. still would have been late. You know, so yeah. it was. Uh, it's been a week. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. Oh, sorry to answer your question. I did have a sore throat. I was just really congested. Okay. I was just like exhausted all week. Yeah, I was tired uh, all week, but I thought that was I'm, just from yeah. being around family. <laughs> yeah, yes. My, I'm on the mend though. Like I'm probably a day or so removed from being like 100%. I'm like 85, yeah. 90% better right now. Okay. Anyway, how are you? Cool. How, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was pretty chill. You know, just just hung out. We um, went, watched football, ate food. Did the the things played Pokemon? My um, my nephew's super into Pokemon. So oh, did he get Violet or whatever it's called? The new he, one. He got Violet. I got Scarlet. We trade. It's no big deal. I think Trey got Violet. I'm pretty sure he just got. He it. got Violet. Okay. I think so. Okay. Cool. Cool. I think so. Cool. Cool. Well, good, Zach. I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. I'm glad you're well. Yeah. Um, I am excited for this here film. But before we do that, please like and subscribe and share and tell your friends and tell three friends and then they'll tell three friends and then, you know. World domination. World domination. Later this week, what is today? So probably what? I think on Thursday or Friday, Thursday, we'll be posting the December schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm going to try and do some fan votes for the Golden Goods. Okay. Which will be releasing, I think, at the end of the year. It's going to be like a supplementary, a supplementary episode, a supplementary, supplementary, <laughs> a supplementary episode. So it probably well, it might it might be on a Monday. I'm 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 not sure when, when it'll I be, when I build it. It's gonna it's gonna be December thirty first, and when I build it, okay. it's gonna be titled the Golden Goods, <laughs> a supplementary, <laughs> a supplementary episode. Um, so I think I'm gonna do some fan votes on Instagram about kind of who people wants to be in there so we'll see gonna have some categories coming up real soon it's got some got some good stuff 
Mm-hmm. Are we taking a two-week break to start the year? Is that what we're doing? Because last year we did it to end the year. Or are we, we just going to keep going? I, I mean, we've got a full slate of movies that we need to do in December. So I think we should take two weeks off beginning of January. You know, give us yeah. a couple, two weeks to like go, actually go to the gym before we fall off the wagon. And then, you know, once we stop going to the gym again, we can start e- podcasting. Exactly. All right, cool. Are um, you ready to just uh, jump in? Let's dive on in. Let's let's hop on over to the island of Inishirin. How about that? You know that that's not a real place. I didn't know that. It's not a real place. I don't think that, I, I don't I, I don't think Inishirin's a real island. Okay. Well. Anyway, but yes, let's 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 do. Um, all right. So Zach, uh, we we saw this film. You saw it Sunday. I saw it Saturday. Um. Your first reactions, spoiler-free. What'd you think? There's an island called Inishir and an island called Inishmore. So those are close enough, Hunter. Okay, fair enough. First, I, uh, I did for- just ask you about your first reactions, so if you could <laughs> answer <Sorry>. my question, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, this is This was exactly what I thought it was going to be, but in the most delightful way. Uh, I don't know, Hunter, if you've seen Imbruge. I haven't, but I've, I but I know about it, and I, it's on my list. I've had people tell me that I need, I need to see it. And his other films, but particularly in Bruges, because it's this this dark humor. It's like a black tragedy slash comedy, right? Um, with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, I think they have such good chemistry together, and it's just this this wonderful mixture of like. Like I was laughing out loud in the theater at Landmark in Midtown, and there were there were yep. a bunch of people in the theater. First of all, for it to be a movie yep. that came out, when did uh, you see it? What time? I saw it uh, at it was on the week over the weekend at about mm, five p.m. So it was, it was okay. you know prime time to go see a movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. But for a movie that released back in October, September in Venice, I guess October in the U.S., I was pleasantly surprised at how many people were in the theater. And people were laughing. People were uh, really somber at parts, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I love movies that explore the full breadth of emotion. And I think this movie does that. And that is my first impression. (laughs) I would have uh, have to agree with you on pretty much all accounts. I saw this also at the Landmark in Midtown in Atlanta, which is the nearest place it was showing. And I had a really cool theater experience. What I, I think I did, I thought I had been there, but I'd never been to that theater before, and it was a really cool little spot. We used to go to that, that Trader Joe's all the time when we lived down there. Um, but it was cool because I noticed I had a probably about a half full theater okay. at one thirty on a Sunday. Yeah, one thirty on a rivalry weekend in Atlanta. So that's you know all the big games were happening. Uh, but it was so Sunday. Was, no, it was on Saturday. Um, okay. and still had a pretty full, uh, pretty full theater. And I noticed that there were a lot of people like myself who were there by themselves. Um, and what, what that told me was that this was a cinema, fil- uh, cinema fans movie. I went on date night. It was like middle-aged date night. Really? <laughs> yeah. There, th- there were some couples. Yes. But I did notice a handful of people like me who were just by themselves. I was like, people just want to come. People who love movies want to come see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, again, like I laughed out loud at a lot of parts. Um, and then I also like got really 
transfixed by it. And I was, I leaned forward and I was like, I was shocked by some things that I did not expect. Mm-hmm. I was heartbroken. I was moved. I was touched. It's like I was touched by this movie. Um, Good. And I was also just like fascinated. I, I thought it was a really interesting study of a friendship and also like aging and kind of that midlife crisis and just kind of what is the point sometimes. He's not yep. going to be pointing much longer. <laughs> I said no spoilers. Come on. I didn't, what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> You're embarrassing All right, cool. Me. Um, is it my turn to do a movie in a minute? It is your turn to do a movie in a minute. So while Hunter gets uh, his timer set up, I'll explain this to our listeners who are listening to our podcast. Do we do songs time. anymore or were you like past that? We are. I'm singing a song <laughs> and I'm going to explain movie in a minute. We got 60 seconds to describe every fucking thing in this film. This is the hundredth movie in a minute. <laughs> 100, the centennial celebration <laughs> of movie in a minute. Are you going to explain it? Or is that just your explanation? The song explained it. You got 60 seconds, right. no okay. more, no less, to give us the plot of this film. Scene by scene, right. frame by frame, frame by frame, Connor. <laughs> I want full expositions. Uh. <laughs> So I have to explain what the frame looks like and how it's composed every and, then ex- and then explain what happens in that frame every single frame for the two-hour film. And that's before we get to plot. Like, we're not talking, <laughs> like, no dialogue or anything until we get so through all that. So then I have to explain the plot. Yeah. Perfect. Um, all right, cool. I have a bump on my nose. Are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Sorry, you, you, you asked me to sing songs, so I'm going to sing songs about everything now. No, you're fine. I'm trying to get this set up correctly on my computer. All righty. What the heck just happened? My stopwatch vanished. Oh, no. Online stopwatch. Gasp. All right, cool. Let's do this. Ready? I'm ready. This I'm ready when you are ready. This is The Banshees of Inishirin. Movie in a minute. In three, two, hold on, I have a burp stuck. A burp stuck. (laughs) Okay, here we go. In three, two, one, go. Okay, so uh, they're on this island off the coast of um, Ireland. (laughs) Island off, I'm starting over, hold on. Island off the coast of Ireland. Got it, here we go. Three, (laughs) two, one, Go. Okay, so it's 1923. They're on this island called Inishirin off the coast of Ireland. Uh, it's at the tail end of the Irish um, Civil War. Anyway, we have um, Podrick, Podrick, and then his friend Colm. Uh, Col- uh, Podrick goes to his house to say, hey, do you want to go to the pub? And Colm just like ignores him. He's like, I don't know why. What's going on? Are we round? I didn't think we were round. Anyway, Colm's like, hey, I just don't want to, I, I, I don't like you anymore. I don't want to be your friend because you're kind of dumb and I feel like I'm wasting my time talking to you all the time and I want to live my life to create music and art and have a long-lasting legacy. And Patrick's like, hey, man, you're not nice. You used to be nice. Who cares about that stuff if you're not nice? Anyway, he keeps badgering him and he's like, if you don't stop talking to me, I'm going to cut off all my fingers. He's like, that's, you know, you're not. Anyway, he does. And then uh, Patrick's donkey 
chokes on one of the fingers. So he goes, he gets really mad. He burns down Colum's house. His sister moves away. Uh, his friend Dominic kills himself. And then he's like, hey, man, thanks for watching my dog when you burn my house. I said, no, uh, anytime. <laughs> A touching film. A touching film. There you have uh. it. <laughs> there you have it. All right, cool. That's perfect. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so this film starts. First off, well, hold on. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> you think after 100 episodes, we know how, how to approach a movie like this, but how do you want to do this? Do you want to do it kind of just as 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 it comes to our head or like plot? Because there's so many things that I, that I want to mention when it comes to like the cinematography, the acting, the script, the but then also the plot too. Well, so, let's let's talk about the things that you want to talk about because sometimes I feel like when we ham fist ourselves into that corner of like, what did you think about this scene? What did you what? think about that scene? Oh, I liked that scene. Like when we just go chronological, it seems like we we get stuck in that rut of just like yeah. But you said when we what ourselves get ham fisted into that corner <laughs> when we ham fist ourselves. Have you? <laughs> No, we're ham fisting each other. This is a dialogue. <laughs> Even it's a, better. It's a saying. Even better. I know. I'm when, just it's ham, when it's ham fisted, so I'm ham, I'm ham fisting you, and while I'm doing that, I'm, you're ham I'm, fisting me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I really thought. That this, like, just even all this, because it's on this beautiful island. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot uh, of sequences where it's just like them walking. Yeah. And it's funny because it creates this sense of scope of how big this island is, but also how small the island is. Sure. Because it's like they have to walk everywhere. Right. You know? But also, which. Is is far, but also maybe not that far. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a really weird balance of like, you know, it's a small island, but also it takes its time showing them in this beautiful scenery and these really brilliant shots. Excuse me. Um, like the film um, opens with with uh, Podrick just like walking to Colin's house, mm-hmm. right? And it's just him just walking, and he's sort of not a people and everything. And I just thought it was really. I don't know, I thought this was really endearing, and it's funny that those sequences continue through the film when he's this happy-go-lucky guy to this confused guy, this conflicted guy to this angry guy, but we still see him just, like, trucking along, you know? I thought it was really interesting. He he has to exist within a world. I think, so, I, I like that you you brought that up because there's a similar thing going on in in Bruges like in Bruges takes place in Bruges but it's yeah. not like that's just like the the setting for the movie you're in the city the whole time you see them walk from place to place that sounds really fucking dull and if you haven't seen the movie you're going to be like no Second. shit they they walk from place to place but 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 if 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 you watch the film you'll you'll get what i mean i think it's a similar sort of thing where it's like through the good through the bad like we still get that like peaceful it's it's a it's a meditative thing right where it's like no matter what's going on there's just this peaceful background there's this peaceful setting that they're in right 
Yes, but that piece is every now and then that piece is disrupted by gunfire. You know, it's a, that's really interesting too. Is that's that true. you that's hear you you hear conflict going on. Um, but what's funny to me is like what I appreciate about this film is that there's really funny like um, kind of tropes in in cinema and in film where it's like oh. No one ever says goodbye on the phone. You ever noticed, you know, like that's like a mm-hmm. thing in movies where no one says goodbye or like you never see anybody like be like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom because it's like that just takes up time. Those things don't matter. But in a film like this, it's like you sort of have to be with them through everything. Yeah. And I like that because there's so many, sorry, last thing, there's so many times in movies where it's like, I'm trying to think of an example, but um, where it's like, say me and you are having a, having a cup of coffee and I'm like oh hey I've got to show you this this new painting that I've got mm-hmm. and then it cuts to me and you in front of the painting and I'm like so here it is this is but in reality in life like I would have told you all about it before we got there you know what I'm saying like or like there's like right. oh I've got to tell you something serious and it cuts to you like at a place that would have taken you 20 minutes to get to and you're just now telling the story. But like in this mm-hmm. movie, it's like we saw all the little moments in between, um, which I thought ma- made it more impactful and endearing. I, I agree. I, when I was watching this film, I was thinking about uh, Nomadland. When oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're talking about like all the things that we don't normally see. in the, You remember in Nomadland when we're just listening to Francis McDormand take a dump? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like... This, but also now, this, in, this film could have used a, a dump scene, I think. Yeah. But also in Nomadland, it has those long, like, static shots of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the environment and just kind of where they are. Um, because the island itself is kind of a character. You know, it's kind of its own little character and kind of the, 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 the role that it plays of it being a small island, but also people kind of seem to get stuck there and they kind of settle and... Yeah. So when Shaban gets a chance to to get out, you know that's why that that's that's even more impactful. And um, I thought it was really good. Like I thought that's such a really interesting way to start the film. Um, Speaking of the start, I the first like twenty minutes. That's my sense of humor, Hunter. The oh yeah, oh yeah, it was great. It was so good. When he when so he goes good. up to him and and you know. Uh, Colum doesn't say a word. He's just smoking a cigarette and he leaves. And he goes home to his sister and he's like, I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. She's like, are you rowing? I don't think we're rowing. Well, maybe he just doesn't like you anymore. And he's like, well, that can't be it. You know, and then we go to the yeah. bar. Are you all rowing? I don't think we're rowing. And then he goes back and comes back. But but like, but then like each time, like at some point he goes, well, perhaps we are rowing. Like, perhaps we know. are rowing. <laughs> he's like... And then uh, and then he goes to apologize to him. He's like, "You haven't done anything, and you haven't said anything. I just don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like you anymore." <laughs> he's like, "What, dude? There's you know, like I've got a, like uh, my friend Corey at, at at work. He's he loves in Bruges, and and he's you know kind of sad. Like it's that same kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, but this humor is so good. Like there's and it's so quick witted, and it's something that I think like me and you." Like on our best days, we kind of have that humor. I think you're funnier than I am, but that's why you're on this podcast. <laughs> I'm the sense of humor, and you're you do all the work. Yes, um, but like 
when he's talking about, you know, you're not nice over and like calms like, you know, every man knows the name of Mozart. And he's like, well, I don't. So there goes that theory. And I was <laughs> just like, that's great. You know, like, um, there's just, it was just so good. And like, there's that one scene and I'm not sure what, what they were saying, but like, um, the like bartender and like, there's this other bar patron there and mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, do you think I'm dull? And he goes, you're not dull. He goes, yeah, you're not dull. And he goes, you're great. Yeah, yeah, you're great. Like he just yeah. keeps like, <laughs> right, right. repeating. <laughs> um, and the scene where he's talking to Siobhan and he's like, uh, <laughs> she was like, uh, I, I guess one of them says uh, how like uh, Dominic is like the dullest of the town. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, who's the second dullest? Yeah, he's like, presumably there's a gap, but then who's next? And she's <laughs> like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> it was so good because, but it still felt very natural. It didn't feel like it was trying to be funny. It felt right. very much in character and in kind of the the, the world. Um, and that's just just a testament to like the performances because like it's delivered so well. The chemistry is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, is Colin Farrell like he is he actually Irish? Yeah, I thought so. Okay, he's an um, Irish actor. He was born in. Uh, Castle Knock. Castle Knock. Yeah. It's in Dublin. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed um just all like all that humor. Like the just I mean all of it. Like I thought there was nothing what's funny is that when I think back to this movie, there's nothing in the movie that seemed like it was filler. Not you know all the I mean? not all the landscape shots. I mean, it's no. great. It's great filler. No, I I don't think it was filler. I think it's intentional. I think it's meant to establish kind of the world that they're in, um, and almost like the remoteness that they're in. Also, it's the twenties, so like you know, the world's a, mo- a lot smaller place today than it was then. Um, but I think like every interaction and in every single shot and frame is intended to like help build up these characters and kind of their MOs and their relationships. Mm-hmm. You know? What's what's uh, what's Podrick's MO? I think he just wants to be nice. I think he... Is that it? He wants to be friends with Colm. Well, no, yes, yeah, but like I think he's... he's he, becomes, that, he becomes not nice as the movie goes on. He does, he does, and it's sad. I think he just wants to like get along with people and be nice and have his best bud. Like that's his, that's his friend. And he Mm -hmm. can understand why he just is like, I don't like you anymore. Um, and it's really sad. There's moments where I was like, this is really touching. It really was touching where I was like, this could have, this, like this, this could have been a pivot point, you know, like I know we're kind of going all over the place, but when he goes, to his house after Dominic's like, maybe you just this is all a test to stick up for yourself because mm-hmm. after he talks to him drunk, Calm's like, actually, I'm, I might like him again now because he's more interesting. Um, and he goes in there and he's trying to be assertive and he's like, how's your song? And like, they have this really nice exchange. And then Colm cuts off his finger and throws it at the no, door. I, no, I know. Not his finger, his fingers. Like he cuts off the rest of his fingers. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is that he, like, it shows you that he could have been, like, I want to know about, you, like, your music and, like, what you're trying to do and, like, I, I care about it. 
this movie is a is is a, is about like a failed relationship and a breakup. It's two yeah. ma- it's two men, but it's no different. There's one point it's, in the film. It's the divorce of a friendship. Yeah, but there's one point in the film where uh, Colum says to Padrick, "We were doing so well," and Padrick's like, "What do you mean? No, we weren't." And Colum's like, "Well, I was." Yeah. That happens in breakups too, where, where somebody yeah. somebody can't let go. You know, in the words of the script, when a heart breaks, it doesn't break even. Right. <laughs> but it's interesting because this. I mean, this, this is tough because it's it shows both sides of this fallout, and it's yeah, it's um, it's. I feel like Podrick is. The, the quote-unquote main character, right? But I feel like Colm is still just, he's right there. It's it's more from Podrick's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what Colm is feeling is valid. He's getting older. He mentions, what am I going to sit here for 12 more years and then die? Yeah, so he's probably 60s. I'm not actually sure how old Brendan Gleeson is. Um, and he's having this Brendan Gleeson is 67. Okay. He's having maybe this like sense of, I, I, I don't know if you would call it regret, um, <clears throat> but this sense of like, I wasted all this time here just sitting with this dull, boring man talking about what's in his donkey shite. Well, you live on a feckin' tiny little island off yeah. the coast of Ireland. What do you think is going to happen to you with your, with your life? Yeah. But so he's having that kind of crisis of being like, I want to have a legacy because he's he's a bachelor. He doesn't have you know a family or a wife or kids, and so he's like, mm-hmm. what is I going to leave behind? And so he goes to this extreme of like, okay, well, I'm going to focus on what fulfills me. And that's music and art and poetry, and that's okay. That's a good thing. But in the wake of that decision, he just chooses to just straight off cut off his best friend. And so you would imagine maybe they should should be like, hey, let's have more meaningful conversations. <laughs> you know, like there's no effort to like talk to him about it. He just goes, that's it. I don't like you anymore. Yeah. And so for him to make that decision, he's like, this is what I wanted. Like I'm free to do whatever I want. I'm, you know, what does he say? Where he He's like, I wrote this song today. He's like, I could have, he's, he's like, and tomorrow I'll write this part, next day I'll write this part, and then a few days out, this song will be in the world when I, like, I could do this, I couldn't do this if I was sitting here at the pub talking about nonsense with, with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating to see how one person is like, yeah, I'm good, I'm just doing my life, this is, this is what I wanted, and one person is distraught. You know? D- did you, yeah, did you notice that this is something that I picked up on <clears throat> he doesn't want to be friends with Podrick anymore because he's dull and they just have stupid conversations or whatever, right? But did you notice that that at least two of the musicians that he plays with are also like idiots? So in one scene, Dominic's playing with him. And Dominic's like the, the village idiot, like literally. Um, Is he really? Yeah, he's playing like a little, he's playing something with his fingers. He's not. It's not like a string okay. instrument. It's like a little like accordion looking thing. I don't know what it is. But he's he's absolutely at the table with them playing, and then that guy, that poor guy, that uh, Pod- <laughs> Podrick tells his 
and his mom got hit by a bread a, a bread van or whatever. His no, his dad got hit by a bread van because his mom was killed by a bread van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 his he's dad also did, but his his mom actually did get got right. killed by a bread van. He's also pretty stupid because yeah, who the hell is this guy on this cart that got this message? First of all, yeah, but so, but then also he talks to Dominic's dad, who's the worst. What? Remember, like in that scene where Padre comes in. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. He's like, "Oh, I just want to talk to. I want to talk about this dude getting executed. It's awesome." Mm -hmm. He's like, "What?" Yeah, that was also strange. But also, like, he calm doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, he does, but also it's like he. It's like a self sabotage thing where he's like. He his his reasoning for stopping talking to Podrick is he wants to do music and focus on that and just make art for his legacy. Mm-hmm. But then he chops off all his fucking fingers. Right, I know it's feck. F e c k. I can't get it right. Fucking fingers. Fracking, fracking, frack, feck. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. So why do you think he? What do you think that's symbolizing? That that column was so so intent on breaking up this friendship that he was willing to destroy the very reason that he ended it in the first place? Maybe. Maybe he eventually cared more about being right than he did what he actually was trying to get to. He does say to the priest, which those scenes were also feckin' hilarious with the with yeah. the, the priest in in confession. Uh, but he does say to the priest that uh, he says, I got a little bit of pride, but I don't see that as a problem. You know, he says that yeah. at one point. So maybe you're right. Well, you know, and and and, and it's funny because um, even when he cuts off his first finger, like he could have done his pinky and played the fiddle violin. Why didn't he do his bow hand? Because you can hold a like a bow. Well, no, with like he three said fingers. when he told Podrick about that he was in a couple. Yeah, I'm just like thinking. Finger. I'm just thinking. Why? Why the fuck would he do that? Why the fuck? No, I know. I, yeah, I know. But he said he, that he would do his his left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because both men get so caught up in it that they completely go devoid of reason. Yeah. Where. Podrick will know where Calm is like, if you don't stop talking to me, I'm going to cut off all my fingers. And therefore, he cannot do what he wanted to do, and that was music. Mm-hmm. And then Podrick uh, burns down his house as of, out of revenge for his donkey being killed. And then Was when his donkey sees, killed? Like, was there a murder died. that took place? No, yeah, when, because of his donkey dying. Choked on a finger. Indirectly because of Calm. Uh, he burns down his house and then Call even says, I guess this makes us even. And he's like, nope. We aren't even until you're dead. And so he's willing to like, maybe not actively kill him, but is going to hold this until they die. Yeah. And so it's like, what Calm wanted was music. That's gone because he lost all his fingers. And then what Podrick well, wanted he was, was still friendship. Sort of directing the music. He was like I know. He was splattering blood all over the place, but he was shaking his violence. Shaking his stub. 
at the um, musicians. Can you imagine being a musician and this guy being like, hey, I'm writing this song. Like, imagine in your position, because you are a musician. I am a musician, yes. Imagine if there was someone who wanted to collaborate with you. It's a, it's a, it's a fairly, you know, it's someone from the, the town over, uh, uh, Douglasville. Okay, someone in Douglasville <laughs> wants to, to collaborate with you. you. You drive there, and they've cut off like four of their fucking fingers. And well, no, it's not even that. It's that we start this song, and he's got all ten fingers. Yeah. And then I come back one week, and he's got nine. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, that's crazy. And yeah. then I come back like two weeks later, and he's cut off all of them. Not only hand. not only does he ha- has he cut off all the fingers on one of his hands, he hadn't cauterized that shit. He hasn't done yeah. anything. He's just fucking... He feckin' bleeding all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm okay, thank you. I was concerned about blood loss. I thought that... I, I thought he was gonna die. I, I, I thought he was gonna, like, pass mm-hmm. out and die. Um, because they they do get a warning. I was gonna say, I wanted to talk about Mrs. McCormick. Because... She, is she- well... Also, sorry, I was reading, kind of doing some research on on the film, and you know, banshees are creatures that scream and sing, and from from harbingers of death. Right? Yes, and so when 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 they're heard, it usually signifies a, a coming death. And Miss Mrs. McCormick, um, she yep. says two two deaths will come. Yep. Yeah. So year, before right? you interrupted me, I was going to ask you: Do you think she's a banshee? <laughs> She must be like the banshee. Sorry, uh-huh. I interrupted you. That's fine. That's, that's but which deaths was it? The donkey and Dominic, or did somebody else die? Well, she says one death, possibly two. It depends on what you do, or something like that, doesn't she? I can't remember. Oh, let's see. Da, 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 uh, da, da. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you. Death this. will come to the island soon. Anyways, yeah. Did did Siobhan see Dominic kill himself? I don't think she saw him kill himself. No, because don't we see her walk away from the lake? No, 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 no. Dominic walks away from the lake after that. That's a really beautiful scene, in my opinion, when he like tries to ask her out. Um, but remember, no, she's 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 on the boat, and she sees Podrick from the cliff, mm-hmm. and there's somebody next to him. Yeah, that's that's a a, uh, hold up. She was in like a channel between that island and Ireland. If if Dominic jumped off of that, he wouldn't have ended up in that little pond. Oh, you're right. In the center of the island, my assumption was that that was um, that was Colum, or that it was Miss McCormick. I couldn't tell which. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. It was one or the other. It was either Miss McCormick or Colum. But I but her face. And from what I can remember, and I could be wrong, it seemed like her face changed briefly at the it end did. of the scene. It did, which could be, that's why I think it's either Colm or Mrs. McCormick. Because if it's Mrs. McCormick, she sees Mrs. McCormick, and maybe she's aware that she's this harbinger of death. I don't know. She seems smart. Shabon's my favorite character in the whole movie. Let yeah, me just get she that out great. of the way. She's, she's awesome. She's awesome. Um, but if it's if it's Colm, it's the same, like... Her brother is happy seeing her off, you know, and she's waving goodbye, you know, trying to make it a good memory. And then if this one thing, this one black cloud that's like looming over him is like right next to him, she's probably like, oh shit, I hope he doesn't see him. I hope he goes yeah. another, the other way. Which I think he did. He did. Um, 
Yeah, I I don't know. I had something I was gonna say, but I forgot what it was. I love how uh, when Shaban leaves, all the fucking animals are just living in the house. Yes, just living <laughs> in the house. Do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think Podrick and and like Dominic? Do you think they're like actually special needs, or do you think? No. What do you mean? No. Well, like with Dominic, I I couldn't tell sort of there towards the end. Um, or if he was just drunk all the time. I think he was just drunk. Okay. He's a sad story, man. His dad beats the shit out of him. Wait, I, um, I have a question for you to lighten the mood. If you were a police officer with no wife, w- would you would you uh, yank it with your hat on? Your police hat? Because that guy did. That guy had his hat on. And it was really... Oh, wait. When uh, like when when they like walked into the house, and yeah, he was naked. yeah. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Did you not? Th- he ah. says he says, uh, "Daddy will kill me if I wake him up while he's been wanking or something like that." <laughs> like he's he literally says like my dad's been masturbating essentially. <laughs> I I loved that that whole that whole like night when Padraig is with Dominic. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, God, this guy, like, you know, but he's also like this really endearing character in a way. And he's just like pure of heart kind of kid who is the one who points out when he's like, that's the meanest thing I've ever heard. When, when Padre's like, oh, I sent yeah. calm student away. And he's like, that's not, that's not nice. Like you were always the nicest one. And that was very much not nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People do, I, uh, people do mean stuff during a breakup. So that night yeah. when they go out drinking, that's like, I've done that for you. You've done that for me. That's like, and the, you're trying to get their mind off of it, right? You know, Dominic's oh, yeah. just trying to talk about random stuff. And then he's like, oh, yeah. talking about uh, Colum. And he's like, if you yeah. talk about Colum one more time, <laughs> you know, I've said that to you, not about Colum, but about yeah. somebody. And you said that to <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. This movie's a, like, this is it's like a breakup. it's a breakup movie, and it's it's really funny. It's really clever the way that they go about it, you know. And it's just funny because it shows you like, like you just said, like people do dumb stuff. Like the yeah. logic is so uh, you know kind of skewed, and it's sad because despite his best intentions, Dad just like cutting off uh, Padraig, he Calm shows that he really does care about him, right. You know, well, he says, a lot of times you you care about someone and when you break up with them, right? But it's just oh yeah, it's not meant to be. And he even says he's like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like I I you know don't want to make this hard. But like one of the best scenes, oh, it was so sad because, um, you could see Podrick like his brain working. Like, what do I do here? Do I keep doing what he asked and not speak to him, or do I like? say thank you is when he gets punched in the face and like knocked yeah, out and right and call him like is the only one there who like helps him up he gets him back on his carriage and he ride drives him like halfway home and uh i think Padres like starts crying and all this kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. you can literally see him thinking like do i say something can i say something can i thank him can i give him a hug and whatever and like he just is kind of frozen and it's super sad man it's super heartbreaking but also sad because it's like, well, Colm obviously cares about him. Like he doesn't want him to be hurt, doesn't want to 
just straight like he obviously cares about him as a person mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the best sequences of the whole movie and then I know I'm like rambling sorry ramble on um and then it's one of second, my favorite scenes second in the Zeppelin whole, I know I got it Zeppelin ha 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 funny I'm just kidding actually Zeppelin's dope um one of the best sequences in the entire film for me was when when Patrick was drunk and like kind of yelled at Colm mm-hmm. and he was like you used to be nice you used to be nice basically saying like what does it matter because because Colm's like I guess niceness fades you know doesn't last forever but you know what lasts forever is poetry and music and art and Colm's like that's bullshit like uh, Siobhan's the nice person here and I'll remember that mm-hmm. and you'll remember that and his point is like in 50 years no one's gonna remember that but that isn't really the point you know Padraig's saying like the the point in relationship and fellowship is sort of the purpose the point is the of, purpose of life right you know what I'm saying like he's saying like us be, being friends is not nonsense the shit that we've talked about, hell, this podcast, we've done this for 100 weeks. Mm-hmm. Is this nonsense? Kind of, but like it's something that we share as friends. You know what I mean? And that that matters. Yeah, well, the way the way I would have phrased I agree with you. I agree with you. I think the, okay. the biggest thing is to be kind and to build relationships with people. But if you need to appeal to someone's logic, so like if I was Podrick and I was trying to appeal to, to Colum's logic... I would say that if you extrapolate it over enough time, his fuck his feckin' song's not gonna yeah matter anyways. You know what I mean? Like because like no, I'm sure you, there were, like not everybody's Mozart, right? You know what I'm saying I was I was um I I'm sure there's all kinds of people that were like super feckin' famous back in like like ancient Rome, you know. And there's a lot of people that we know about because we've seen you know. But I'm sure there were also people that, that we don't know about that were like super feckin' famous and now we have no <laughs> idea who they are. I was reading about this joker named William Shakespeare. Have you heard about this guy? Never. Apparently he wrote a couple books or something and they, <laughs> they, they read them out loud on stage. But like, they called who's, who's going to remember that guy, you know? Nobody. Feck him, man. How's it a play <laughs> if, I'm not, if I don't have a controller in my hand? Yeah. What, how, yeah exactly. what, kind of, what kind of a play is that, you know? But... To your point, you know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't guarantee a legacy. I mean, maybe, like, one person. The song kind of sucked, also. The song seemed very structureless to me. I couldn't really find the <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> yeah, let's critique um, the Banshees of Inishir, like, the song. Yeah. Where's the chorus? Um, do you right. have a bridge? He said it was going to be four parts. I couldn't find I couldn't I find the first the parts, one. Yeah. Um. But what's funny and what's sad and what's heartbreaking to me and that this I feel like this is kind of a commentary on like on like a lot of relationships that crumble because there's not feckin' communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because both of them are right. Like art and music is lasting and it is posthumous in a lot of ways and it is important and it matters. But also being kind matters and friendship and fellowship and relationships matter and it's like okay dude you're gonna write a song but you're all alone who's gonna hear it yeah you know what I mean so it's like 
they could have just communicated and like found a way to make both people happy. Sure. <laughs> that but, could happen a lot of times in the world, right? But, yeah. but, uh, so I empathize with Podrick because yeah. I've been in a situ, I've been in situations where I feel like, you know, I do have what is necessary to like, give the other person what they need and like, you know, support them and what they want to pursue or like blah, 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 blah. But Hunter, the important thing is that if that person doesn't, doesn't even want to engage in that. So like Colin yeah. won't even give Podrick the chance to like support him in his music. Yes. And, like, and that is why that scene later in the house is so heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. Because when he finally gets in front of him, the first thing he says, even when he's trying to be all like, I'm, Stand up for myself. Right. The first thing is he says, your music? "How's is it your good? song?" Yeah, is like, it good? How's your song? Oh, that was such a good scene, man. And like, Colin can't help but like smile and be like, you know, thanks for us. Like, you know, it's great. Meanwhile, Colin was on like cloud nine. He was dancing with his dog because he had finally finished the song, right? But Colin doesn't even want to give him the chance. So, Podrick is dealing with this like loss of potential right it's like oh yeah. it could be great if you just give me the chance and he's like clinging onto that but column's like cutting it off before it even starts yeah and by like, it i mean fingers okay yes <laughs> and it's funny because he he just made the decision right but like he, that's his right a, a, a relationship yeah. is a consensual affair right so both parties is. have to agree so like he can just make that decision that's his right it sucks it got a donkey like, killed it got a house burned down uh it may have led to a young man jumping into a feckin lake yeah but still it's funny because like it's almost like a commentary of like Yes, you know, kind of, you have to fight for your peace and kind of what you need. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you have to literally do it by yourself. What do you mean? Um, <clears throat> well, like, he was like, okay, I have this crisis of I'm wasting my time, yada, yada, yada. So he just decides the solution is to be completely alone and bury myself into my work and my music and cut off my best friend yeah now Be because he decides that his best friend is the reason that he's been wasting his time but can i point out because you're saying that the moral is that maybe that was wrong right no what were you saying you said what i'm saying is that in some instances <laughs> like that here he goes you, trying to that, he's trying to turn you, it, turn you it can, around. You can <laughs> no, I'm saying like you can do that. That's totally fine. Totally like yeah, yeah, yeah. viable. But you'll in my opinion, you'll usually find that you can get farther and have more meaning when you do it in community with other people. Okay. That's awesome. Does the movie show us that? Because Colum never backs down from his stance. No. No, it doesn't show us that. It so shows I, I'm not us, sure if we're talking about the, the movie antithesis. anymore. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about like what I kind of took from it and what I would have rather them have done. Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> this because this shows you like the damage that can be done with pride, saying no, I'm like I'm not going to budge whatsoever. 
until same, somebody until the other person breaks and said, "Okay, well, I'm going to go toe to toe with you for the rest of my life." Like I'm not going to budge either. But hold on a second. Does are those equal? Is is I don't want to spend time with you equal to well, I'm going to burn down your feckin' house? No, no. But that isn't what. No, no, no. Hold on a second. That's not why he burns down his. What is it? Feckin' house. Well, it kind of is because if, no. if if he had if he had accepted the fact that he didn't have his feckin' friend anymore and that they were they were rowing, um, and if he had just let them row, you know, then but uh, but but in but see in 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 Colin would mind. still have all his fingers. So it's, it, mind, it's, it's, it's the famous saying: if you love someone, let them go. If he had let him go, that butterfly would be flying, and it, it may have come back. But now that butterfly has one feckin' hand, zero houses, <laughs> and and I the suppose. song the song kind of sucked. He didn't have enough time to like even out the edges, you know, like really. I really clean I suppose, it up. I suppose. I suppose that it it, it does kind of show. I think they're uh, both wrong, and I think that's yeah. another beautiful thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt no, no, you. No, please. But I'm I'm saying that this person's wrong, and you're saying that person's wrong, and that's yes, that is what Martin wants us to think. They're they're both wrong for sure. They're both wrong, and they're both right, right? Yes, and that is why relationships are hard. <laughs> um, it's like it's funny because. I don't think that Podrick burned down his house because he didn't want to talk to him anymore. I think it was... Well, obviously, it wasn't one-to-one. No, I know. I know, but it was like this constant... (laughs) It's this constant, you know, thing in that maybe he's so shocked that he would literally chop off his own fingers Mm -hmm. instead of be friends with him. And then... That because makes it even his, worse. Like, no, oh, know, the audacity but, of you to to cut off your fingers. I'm gonna burn down your feckin' house. Well, yeah, like that. Just that. That's that's gonna push him over the edge. That's. I mean, he's not gonna. We gotta put an explicit tag on this episode. I'm sorry. Like, I, we we cannot, <laughs> in good conscience, release this feckin' episode <laughs> without the explicit tag. But to me, it was that constant, like. Okay, seriously though, if you're going through some sort of breakup, except mm-hmm. maybe like a genuine divorce, like if it's if it's like a long term relationship that ended, okay, I get it. But if someone's like, "Don't speak to me ever again," mm-hmm. and then you're gonna help me, pick me up when I've been beaten up, carry me to my carriage, get me home, and then you're gonna be like, "Still, don't speak to me," I'd be like, "What is going on?" But then, to make matters worse, after he cuts off his damn finger, he says that thing where Dominic's like, yeah, he said that you're more interesting now. Maybe he even likes you again. I'd be like, okay, so I'll just keep doing this. I'll keep being more assertive and be, like, be more forthcoming. Maybe that'll be more interesting. Mm-hmm. And, then they, he, and, then, and then he goes to his house. They have this nice, beautiful moment did of celebrating say, his, his, his did music. Did you say forthcoming because he only had four fingers on his... Uh, exactly. Did you see what I did there? And then... They have this smile, and then Calm has the audacity, the feckin' audacity 
when Todrick's like, come to the pub, man. Like, I, I can go ahead and order them in. And Calm's like, why don't you do that? He sends him to the pub to get two drinks and leaves him there while he cuts up the rest of his damn fingers. Well, <laughs> hold up. That's so mean. That's so mean. No, hold on a second. He, 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 does he say, I'm going to meet you there? Or does he say, why don't you go ahead and go on to the pub? No, he says, why don't you do that? No. After, yes, he does. After no. he says, I could go order them in for us. He goes, why don't you do that? No, he's, he, sa- he says, well, I'll order them in for us. Do you want to meet me there? And he says, why don't you go ahead and go on to the pub? I watched this movie more recently than you, Hunter. By what, three hours? <laughs> uh, by about 27 hours, actually. Oh, I okay. saw it you yesterday. saw it on Sunday? Okay. Okay. Still, though, Padraig's going to the pub... You can you can even tell like his stature has changed. What about body he's language? Cause, no, yeah, because yeah, like he's excited. No, he's I'm excited talking about again. I'm talking about Colum's body language because Colum did not look like they were buddies. Did he? <laughs> no, I, I I understand that, but but there's there was enough there for Podrick to think maybe. You're the one getting. Like, come on, man! You're the one getting broken up with in this movie. It makes me sad, man. It makes me <laughs> sad for him because he, he was just like, I just wanted, I want you to be nice. I want to be nice to you. And then he's like, uh, go, go, and you know, I'm gonna go sit and wait. And and he's in front of, he's waiting for. He's like, I'm waiting for my friend. And he never shows up. And he comes walking up the street with a bloody stump. But if it's too good to be true, I mean, everyone at the bar was like, he's not coming. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody was just yeah. staring at him like he's a fucking idiot. And that's sad because I, I mean I'm sure you've been there. I've been there where it's like you think you think there was like this glimmer of hope and you're like, all right, great. Like it's I'm back in. This is it. I've I've and been there, like, but I hadn't yeah. I haven't wait, waited at a, a bar for anybody. No, I I haven't been stood up. No, but like you know, emotionally that feeling of like okay, yeah, like this it worked. Like this it's it's back. And then it's like nope. And you were that you were sucks, talking man. about you were talking about uh, the distinction between like a long marriage and like a short relationship. I can mm-hmm. tell you that the heart can hurt just as bad if a ten year oh, relationship yeah. ends or if a three month situationship ends. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. What I'm saying though is that if you're dating somebody for three months and then they're like, "Hey, I don't like you anymore. Don't mm-hmm. speak to me." I would feel more surprised if that person then like came to my aid when I was down and out and still was like, doesn't change anything. You'd be really surprised if that person started chopping off fingers and throwing them at your house. But I'm saying if someone that, that you've been with for a long time, if me and Hannah got divorced Mm -hmm. and I was down and out and she came to help me, I wouldn't be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, Oh, I get that, like, I still matter to you, and vice versa. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Like, if there's a long... But I will say, I'm not sure how long they were friends for. It sounds like forever. But if if me and you got a divorce... <laughs> okay. If me and you got a divorce, right? Yeah. I'm listening. And, and something happened to you, and I knew about it, or I saw it, I would still be like, hey, I, I can go help this person, because I care about them. Even if it didn't change my perspective of life at that, at that moment and say like, well, I still don't want to be friends, but I care about you as a person enough. If 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 we if I'd sold your tickets to ACDC and that was it, I don't know if I would have done that. You know what I mean? Because I was also, I was also a douchebag when, in high school. <laughs> right. That's right. 
Does that make any sense? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And frankly, if it, I would love to be wrong, I'd love to. to it makes to think sense. That, but that anybody do that for for anybody. But so you're speaking from that perspective. But earlier you were saying that it must be mightily confusing for Patrick, right? Yes, that in my opinion would be more appropriate. And so if we had if if we got divorced and then we got to wrap it up because it's been like an hour. Uh, no, let's talk about divorced, the terms. The terms of the divorce. <laughs> if we got divorced and it was settled, and you we can both keep and Amos, we both, but I get <laughs> Addy, okay? And we both agreed to the terms, right? And we both understood what was happening. We knew mm-hmm. the boundary. Then, if I came to help you, you might not be like, okay, well, obviously we're back on. But if we got divorced and you were like, I'm good, this is what I want, and I didn't, and I was like, no, I don't want this, and then you came to help me, well, then, yeah, I might think, oh, maybe you actually had change of heart. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's because Podrick wasn't in a place to receive that or acknowledge it, or I guess, or respect it, made him more apt to be like, oh, this is a sign that like he still wants to be my friend. I just love... This 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 broken bromance film has us talking about relationships as if we watched a Nicholas Sparks movie. I love but that. But it's great, man. It's it, it is it's it was wonderful. A, it was a yeah, beautifully done. I I will say there's some turns like that. I didn't expect him to chop off his fingers. It was kind of gross. Yeah. But it really is this interesting study of like how drastic things can get and how unlike how illogical. I want to go. Like love is. I I want to go back and rewatch this movie, and I want to do some research because after the movie ended, or I guess close to the end, when I realized that Mrs. McCormick was like this mythical figure, you know, she's always there when when shit's happening, and it seems yep. like she she knows things that she's not supposed to know, and there's certain things that happen, like at the end when the house burns down. Did you notice that she she approaches and grabs the chair and, and sits in the rocking yep. chair outside the house? I want to like dive into that and see like what that means. Like all the, all the, you know, Shaban sees her across the lake, the same lake that Dominic dies in. Was, was, was she heralding that Dominic was, was she there to witness the death of Dominic? You you see what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff is, is, and was she there to witness the death of this friendship? Because even still in the worst of the worst, when he's like, thanks for walking for watch my dog. Anytime. 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 <laughs> and what's funny is that I think he means it. I think mm-hmm. he means it. He 100% means it. Mm-hmm. But he also means I'm going to take this to our grave, but I'd still watch your dog for you. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's beautiful, that's, man. That's how I feel about you, honestly. <laughs> I know. I hate your guts, but I'll watch your dog for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, goodness. That was a good a good uh, discussion there. Shall we uh, wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, all right, Zach. Well, I have to pose this question for you. No, I have to pose it to you. It's your episode. Oh shit! Sorry. Okay. All right, Hunter. So I have to pose this question to you now that we're we're concluding our conversation. What is it? What are the scores, real fast? I'm looking up. Oh, ninety-seven percent critic score and a seventy-six percent audience score. Okay. What's your question? But is the Banshees of Inishirin good? I thought it was absolutely fantastic. 
I this yeah. this might be a this might be a last minute golden good nom in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be. Excuse me, I had a, I had a burp. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to be a. Do you have another burp? <laughs> I had another burp. <laughs> I ha- I get like, hiccups. Hiccups? Hiccup yeah, burps? It's like a. It's like a hiccup that starts down deep and then turns into a, a burp. <laughs> and so I just have it it comes up suddenly and then I have to pull the mic away so that you don't just hear a belch. Yeah. So I apologize. <clears throat> I'm an old man. Mm. What was I talking about? Oh, I think this is going to be a movie of the year contender for the Oscars. Like like best yeah. film. I would agree. Um well there you have it guys. The Banshees of Inisherin is in fact very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, time for every, every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Every, sing the song while I look up things. Every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Yeah, because everybody move, hates the movie you love. Somebody, what's this, what's this, what's this slogan? <clears throat> Somebody hates the movie you love, including the Banshees of Inna Sheeran. <laughs> everybody hates the movie. <laughs> Everybody hates the movie you love. I've got one. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you feckin' joking? This feckin' movie is feckin' pretentious. <laughs> is it? That was uh, super, super duper eight half star. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Cap says this movie sucks. End of story. They killed the only good character, which was the donkey. That's not true. Uh, only good uh, only MF good thing AB this is that I watched with Hayden and Jaya I don't know who Hayden and Jaya are sorry so so dull here's another one that seems like it's it's particular to the person that they were seeing it with highlight of this movie was Elaine seeing man parts on the big screen for the first time (laughs) This person said half star, and there's a lot of uh, exclamation points in this, so I'm going to read it like that. Okay, here we go. Didn't get it. Didn't think it was that funny. Didn't fe- didn't feel a single thing throughout the entire film. Sorry. <laughs> Is that your tone? For, like, if I send you a text with, with exclamation <laughs> points, are you like, didn't get it. <laughs> didn't think it was funny. I could just yell. Didn't get it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This person gave it a half star and said, I didn't like this movie. I loved it. You're just being a troll. Seamurp gave this movie a half star and said, This movie <laughs> literally took a stringy shit on everyone who watched it. It wasn't oh, a stringy gross. shit, it was it was pine straw, if you recall. Here we go. Uh this is from the this be uh my last one because it's it's uh, it's it's a longer one. This is half star Rue. Lombroso, mm-hmm. seen at Odeon Luke's Holloway. I guess it's the theater. Anyway, was dozing off during the beginning and wish I hadn't made an effort to stay awake. Straightforwardly, sucked shit. <laughs> I'd sooner <laughs> cut off. I'd sooner, I'd sooner cut my fingers off than wait. I'd sooner cut my fingers off too than watch this again. This Irish Wes Anderson flimsy depression fable mess is one of the worst films I've seen in a long time. Huh. Okay. Here's one that says nihilism masquerading as empathy. Hmm. 
Sounds like someone wants to be a movie critic. I don't know if they're there yet. <laughs> Keep trying. Okay. Uh, I'm good with that. That was a good one to end on for me. You yeah. have any more? No, I'm done. Sick. Sick. Amazing. I love it. I'm actually I feeling just, better. I absolutely love this it. This week. Good. I'm feeling a little better. I'm like almost there. Okay. I've got some news. I don't have much because I've just been lazy and it's been a hell of a week, but I have a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw something today that I forgot to write down, so I'm going to forget it. Um, we got our first promo look at like promo art for the Marvels, mm. which is going to be Captain Marvel, uh, um, Rambo, what's her, cur- her hero called? Photon, I think is what I call her. And then Miss Marvel. Um, the Thunderbolts, which is like Marvel Suicide Squad is apparently going to f- go off against a guy named Sentry, who's like an evil Superman. So there's that. Uh, Greta Gerwig is rumored to be directing the first two of Netflix's Chronicle of Narnia films. Didn't know that they're doing those, but they're making a Chronicle of Narnia trilogy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Apparently they're eyeing Greta Gerwig to um, direct the first two. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is bald. Cool. He shaved his head. That's news. Uh, I saw something that where uh, Chris Nolan's Oppenheimer is going to take place over the course of 45 years, I think, in the film. <clears throat> that or the movie is going to be 45 years long, which could be. And then last, we ended on some sad news. Um, we lost Jason David Frank, who was the original uh, Green and White Ranger. He mm. died. Um and that's all I've got. I I was just looking on a... <laughs> sorry. Uh, you wanted to end it on the sad news. <laughs> <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Screen Rant, and one of the top stories is about this movie. <clears throat> it's It's going to be directed by the director of Pitch Perfect 2 and the Charlie's Angels reboot from 2019. Uh, But it's a movie called Cocaine Bear. It's it's a thriller about a bear on cocaine. (laughs) That's the kind of news we need, Hunter. That's the kind of news we need. How is it that the only thing we can make today are like (laughs) IP movies... Or two bear movies, whatever, and the best original idea is, hey, this bear took some cocaine. No, what about the movie that we just reviewed, The Banshees of Inishirin? That was true, a, an original true. idea. Brilliant. Brilliant. But I, I um, want to see Cocaine Bear. Hey, also, I know that we've already kind of set our December schedule, but uh, the mean one comes out in like a week and a half. The mean one? Do you, do you, do you know this? It's a horror movie based off The Grinch. Oh, I did see this, and it looks like yeah. the it looks like Jim Carrey's Grinch. Yeah, looks terrifying. I see that. Inspired by true events, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> get in line, February. Get in 24th. line. Get in line. <laughs> oh, I get it because it's a line of cocaine. That's so hilarious. Yeah. All right, Zach. How's what's your Atlanta sports minute? Oh, the Hawks. Let's see how the Hawks are doing. Let's check. Let me look. Falcons are kind of out of contention, aren't they? The Hawks lost. They feckin' lost. They were ahead they the whole game, and they lost. lost 101 to 104 against the Phillies. And the Phillies, like, everyone in the Phillies is injured. So this is disappointing. I'm disappointed. 
The Hawks have been pretty underwhelming so far this season based on like what they could be and the pieces that we brought in. Like we kept most of our core and then we brought in this like superstar player. This isn't, you know what? This isn't Zach's rant minute. This is Zach's sports minute. <laughs> um, the Hawks. That's all I got. The Hawks. Cool. Ah, that's very ah of you. Ah, it's the most ah thing I've done this week. All right, whiskey shots. Um, do you need to go get a shot of whiskey? Yeah, give me a second. I don't even know if I have any left, but I'll go check. I see that your dog has made a mess. That's my stuff. Oh. You yeah, just leave stuff on the floor? That's, that's her toys. This is my last bit. I don't even know if I have... Oh, this is not even a shot. Okay, I have a tiny little bit left of this whiskey. I drank all of it on Thanksgiving. Okay. I have, um, I have some whiskey here. I put an ice cube in here, and I was hoping it would get cold. It's not cold. Well, good luck with that. All right, uh, to whiskey. To whiskey. To whiskey. Is way bigger. This is not a shot glass. It's way bigger than a shot. I'm gonna sip on it. <laughs> All right then. All right, cool. Well, that wraps up November. <clears throat> Zach, where can they find us? You can find us on the Twitter at biig podcast. You can email us at biig podcast at gmail dot com. Or you can talk to us over on the Instagram at But Is It Good Podcast. You can follow me and Hunter at the tag the the handles that Hunter says because I don't know. That. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Hunter Callahan Music. Um, got a new song coming out in like two and a half weeks, so please, you know, give me a follow, check it out. Mm-hmm. You can follow Zach uh, on Instagram at Zach to the number the T H A Future dot three one. Zach to the Future at uh, no sorry Zach to Future dot thirty one. Um, and yeah, like, subscribe. Um, I'll be putting out some stuff about the Golden Goods here soon. We're turning the corner. Um, 100 episodes. And you know, I got to be honest, I don't know if I, if either of us thought we'd be here at 100 episodes. I didn't think I'd be alive at this point. Well, that's depressing. But we're just <laughs> getting started, my friends. We're just I'm getting started. just fucking with you. Fucking with you. We're, we're just getting started. And we're excited to kind of... 2023 is going to be the word the, the year that we uh, we break out break through. It's the start of something new. Mm-hmm. This is the start of something new. Check out this this picture that I found. Is that on. Snoop Dogg as like an elf? Yeah, it's Snoop Dogg is Dobby. <laughs> it's also on Screen Rant's awesome. You should get all your news okay. from here. Well, have fun with that. I'm gonna go. Okay, bye. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.